the attraction podcast that goes from room to room. Take a hyper detailed ride through to make your dreams come true. Join my family, really into Disney. Ride through, ride through Pavilion. And welcome to another episode of the Ride Through Pavilion podcast. I am your host. Parade. This is that uh, celebration of all the, the characters uh, that we've come to know and love from the Disney movies. Uh, and these floats, I'll tell you what, these are full of uh, Disney characters indeed. Um, as I'm sitting here looking at the castle, uh, coming around the corner very, very slowly, is a is the float. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to make out who this is for. Uh, we may have to wait for it to get a little... Now, I'm going to guess Cinderella because I'm seeing what appears to be a giant kind of mannequin of a, of a, of a dress, a pink dress that appears to be uh, tailored together uh, in the process of being created by animals. There's bluebirds flying around the top holding the various fabrics. Uh, I've not seen any other uh, any other animals, but uh, so I could be completely mistaken. I do see a, a harlequin pattern. Maybe man enough and sensitive enough to know what that is, uh, uh, but I'm still just not sure what I'm looking at here. Uh, okay, okay, so we're getting into clear view here, folks, and uh, what we're looking at here is, in fact, the lead float. It's got lots of flowers on it, and who would you know is right out in front of the, uh, and this float here is, is Beauty and the Beast. It's Belle herself, and it's the Beast, and they're dancing. They are flapping their arms. They're curtsying. They are. They could not be more polite. Uh, so much bowing, so much curtsying, so much uh, prolonged eye contact. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, as they flow through here, yes, I was correct about that. That is, in fact, a uh, that is a, a, a Cinderella dress being it's being cobbled together uh, by wild animals. But who would you know as the dress spins around on the other side? 
Why, it's it's Cinderella and Prince Charming. And boy, is he charming. Uh, what a square-jawed hunk of uh, goodness that man is. Uh, and of course, Cinderella looks as beautiful as ever. And uh, let's see, leading up the back is, oh, it's Tiana. And, and I, I can't remember, it's not Eric, it's her guy. And then, and then uh, well, and then look, that thing spins around. We're still on the first float. And uh, we have, of course, Elsa and Anna. And they are uh, they are just coyly waving. They, they as you know, uh, maybe you haven't noticed, they like to stand there uh, with, with their heels together, clasping their own wrist and kind of shrugging coyly and then waving every once in a while. Um, I don't know why I know that's one of their moves, but it is. It's probably just through osmosis that I've taken that in. Anyway, that's a, that is a power-packed first float. Um, now, typically, I, I'm sure most of you are saying, Jeremy, I'm about to hit the stop button because surely this parade is over. There's no way that anything else could follow that. Well, you'd be wrong because here comes yet another float, and this time it's Rapunzel, and it's Flynn Rider, and it is uh, it is all the all the, the, the crazy zany characters from that movie. Uh, and of course, what I'm referring to is the rest. Uh, when I say uh, uh, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider and the rest. Uh, there is this horse, Clip Clop. Uh, I believe that's his name. I'm probably wrong about that. But uh, what they appear to be is swinging on axes and hammers. Now, if you can imagine a big, uh, big beam structure uh, and, and giant weapons uh, hanging upside down for them as these, uh, as these grown men and a and a fake horse swing back and forth on them, waving at the crowds, uh, while a very beautiful uh, Mandy Moore, uh, well, no, that's uh, Rapunzel, waves at the crowd. She's holding an iron skillet. Now, that's the kind of detail that I come to Disney for. Uh, oh, and look at, speaking of the detail, we've got a little rubber duck right there uh, at the front of the at the, uh, the float. That's fun. And then we've got that old kind of cupidy naked old man sitting there at the top. Uh, lots of detail on this. Let me describe some of it. There's a goat. Of course, there's a goat on a barrel. Uh, it wouldn't be Disney if there wasn't a goat on something. I I'm totally serious when I say that. Um, and then there's a deer skull or moose skull. Uh, that's a fun little little uh, detail, especially if, if you can't stand uh, moose, I would guess. Uh, but anyway, so that's that's what that uh, that's what that is. That's quite a thing, I'll tell you. What a what a time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, now the fun continues because we now have a third float. Who's who's the third? now? I may be offering some other details as we go because currently, from my vantage point, I cannot see who is actually between the floats. Who are the people on the ground? Who are the people doing the the spinning and the the waving of the uh, stuff? I don't I don't even know what they're waving, but there are people. It appears to be the Little Mermaid, and so these must be kind of dancers slash puppeteers. Uh, hi, Liam. Hey, buddy. Uh, 
Anyway, so let's get back to the floats. The float is, of course, the Little Mermaid. She's atop a clamshell, sitting on a bench, made from uh, from some kind of treasure chest. How fun is that? Now up at the top is our good pal Chipper. That's probably not his name, but he's that uh, yellow and blue fish. If my uh, wife and daughter were here, they would set me straight on that. That's uh, Scallop, maybe. Uh, his name might be Filet. I can't remember. But uh, what a what a memorable character, unforgettable. Uh, and then there's Sebastian the crab, just right up front. He's in a little chariot shell. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I, this is not as God intended nature to, to be, but we can just pretend, and that's okay. Uh, so here he is, uh, his chariot is being drawn by goldfish. Now you tell me how that works. Uh, I just uh, just assume stay out of it. We can pretend. And uh, then they have a lot of little dancing fish. It's very reminiscent of the Boys of the Little Mermaid attraction. Uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, I swear there were bubbles coming from it, but no, guess what? It's just a little kid with a bubble wand who is uh, really adding to the parade. Now, uh, when I said that there were dancers and stuff, these are puppeteers dressed like in sync. They are in the silver lame head-to-toe uh, uh, jumpsuits uh, and uh, some bucket hats, so very, very in sync. And uh, speaking of in sync, they are doing a good job of, of spinning these uh, little puppet fish together uh, in sync. And uh, as we move on to the next, uh, the next float, why it's why it's our old friend uh, Peter and I almost said Marianne, but it's just Peter and Wendy. got, of course, a beautiful rainbow uh, that they're flying over, made from, from uh, what do you call those things? Shiny things. Uh, and then there's uh, Captain Hook uh, underneath, and he's, uh, I'll tell you, he's, he's in a good mood today. He's, uh, he doesn't look uh, killy or hooky at all, he's just dancing. A very big movement, too. He's really doing a lot of crowd work. sitting on a bunch of flowers, uh, just sitting uh, crisscross applesauce, as we say these days, and she's just waving at the crowd. Super cute. Uh, and then, who who would you imagine is following up there behind Wise? Just a big old giant, 15-foot uh, TikTok clock. Uh, and he's, uh, he's, on, he's on his hind legs, uh, and he, he looks like he's begging for food. So that's cute. Yes, of course. Now we see. Now if I told you that I'm looking at a float that looks like a big giant set of bagpipes, you'd say to me, Jeremy, that's Mary. And you would be right because uh, here, here she is. There's a, there's, oh, I see. Okay, I'm putting it all together now. She is on top of a big giant set of bagpipes. She's waving. She's cute. She's, she's really cute. Uh, the character. Sounded creepy. I'm trying to walk it back, but gosh darn it, she's cute. What can I say? Uh, and then, and then here, uh, there's a spinning plate of those uh, those bear cookies or whatever was such a big deal in that movie. Uh, I think that uh, her little brother screwed everything up just because of their insatiable appetite. 
for the bear cookies or whatever those are. Uh, I gotta say they look delicious. I, I might uh, I might put my whole family's lineage in jeopardy uh, for one of those right now. I'm a little bit hungry. So moving on now, we have um, okay. Now hold on, we have what appears to be some Charizard. Uh, this is some kind of bizarre branding cross reference uh, between uh, IPs, uh, unless those aren't Charizards. No, no, they're not Charizards. They are in fact uh, just Dragon Men. Uh, of course, Disney's famous for their Dragon Men, uh, so they're putting a lot of these guys out here. But what would you know is behind them is a steampunk Maleficent dragon that is actually blowing fire. Uh, breathing fire, I should say. Uh, let me describe it to you. Imagine Maleficent dragon, uh, but perhaps in skeleton form, but that skeleton is made of, of, uh, of you know, steampunk stuff, like metal and, and Let's see, we've got bright green eyes. There's, there's, it's mostly a, a purplish color, but with some gold tones to it. Uh, not breathing fire as much as I remember, but I do know that it ran into a bit of trouble about a year ago and uh, set its own head on fire. So uh, we were uh, praying and wishing to speed her recovery, and, and here she is, she's back. Better than ever. Looking great, Maleficent. Uh, I would have thought this thing would be at the end of the uh, parade, to be honest. Uh, that's where I would have shut it off. But uh, as I slowly move my, uh, my my head to the right, as I resist the temptation to click the off button, I'm going to see if there's anything else. And lo and behold, what we have here is a, uh, is a float of all floats. And it is Pinocchio. Pinocchio is sitting on uh, top of this uh, kind of... Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out here. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a, it's almost a roll-up of the early '40s, the pre, the pre-war, uh, pre-war, uh, pre-World War II uh, animation. I, I would say. Sorry, folks. I'm trying to process this. What we have is Pinocchio, uh, and then he's got his fish behind him. We do have the pink elephants from Dumbo, and then also Dumbo himself is sitting on the back of that. And then uh, there's a little kind of, uh, okay, I see, this is the uh, Pleasure Island roller coaster and Ferris wheel. Kind of a mashup of those two concepts. And behind there, we do have the hippos and the ostriches from Fantasia being represented. And uh, of course, two, my two favorites, which is uh, Donald Duck and Daisy Duck. They are also on there. Donald has a festive hat. I'll tell you, he's traded in that sailor's cap for something uh, a lot more flashy. He's got a lot more panache today because it is solid blue with uh, some shiny circles on it. And I'll be darned if he's not changed his, his shirt too. It's just blue and teal stripes. He's looking sharp as a tack and uh, waving at everyone, blowing kisses. And uh, I'll tell you what, that rascal's even wearing a bow tie and only half of it's got polka dots. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so moving on, we have then a, uh, oh, look at this. Now this truly is the edge because it is a floating steampunk hot air balloon. And of course, the beloved Mickey and Minnie Mouse are behind there. They're not behind it, they're actually in it. They're waving. Mickey has has got a, uh, oh, he's got like a, one of these, I don't know what, I don't know, is that a pork pie hat? What do you call that? It's kind of a, uh, it's almost like a ringleader hat, perhaps. It's, it, yeah, I will call it a ringleader hat. But uh, they are dressed just as tastefully wacky as Donald and Mickey. 
um, and uh, they just look like they're having a lot of fun. Uh, and just as soon as, uh, just as quickly as it started, it's over. We have throngs of people now following behind. Now everyone's going to get back. Uh, but this is how much we care about you, audience. We uh, gave up our our uh, prime uh, getting on the ride time while everyone else is watching a parade. It's best to just, hey, if you're not interested in the parade, you've seen it before, go get on a ride. No one else is going to be there. So uh, that's typically what you do, but that's not what we did. We jumped on here and uh, captured this magic moment with you guys. So anyway, hey, that's it. We've got lots to report uh, from this trip. A lot of fun stuff, but we're going to save that for another episode. We just wanted to capture this bit of goodness for you for this uh, for this special episode. So anyway, uh, um, yeah, there's really not much else to say. Just uh, tune in next week. We've got some more great ride crews coming up. We've got some uh, pretty special special episodes, too, coming up. A companion episode for this episode, where we talk about Liam's favorite uh, wheelchair-accessible uh, attractions. These are the these are the ones, these are all the attractions that you can actually ride on in a wheelchair without having to transfer, without having to get out. And so we're going to run those down and let everybody know about the procedure and the experience of riding those. But then also, we'll just uh, do a little bit of commentary on those as well. Anyway, alright, well that's programming note, but uh, I think we're just about done. So, hey listen, on behalf of me, and on behalf of Liam, uh, Fiona, and Amy who are back home in Atlanta, we thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time on Ride Through Ride Through